Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Frozen, Frozen, Heroes. Gonna tell you about Frozen, Frozen, Heroes. Gonna tell you about comic books, costumes, facts, boots, and other stuff. In this week's issue, Superman Speeding Bullets. Get ready for the welcome in game. Welcome in to... Welcome in to Bros, Foes, and Heroes. I'm Zach, joined as always by the marvelous one, Mr. Mike. Mike, how you doing today? Hello, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying this Thanksgiving season. It's, uh, yeah, it's almost it turkey day. I mean, a couple Get weeks. ready. Yeah. Stuff your turkey. Sounds a little sexual. Put your <laughs> Forward your mail. Sounds um, a little sexual. Change your, change your phone number. Doesn't. Okay, cool. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What is the greeting for Thanksgiving? Happy I mean, it's just happy Thanksgiving. It's so, really right? like if you if you gobble talk, gobble. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like if you talk about Christmas, there's always like seasons greetings. Yeah. There's there's happy Yuletide. There's. Do you, you ever know. tell anybody happy Yuletide? Don't throw the. Oh there's boy, do I? No, you. Oh, don't. I say, how's your Yule log there, Fred? Yep, that's what Are I say. You next to Fred at the urinal, yeah, like, well, it could be. Um, what is it? Uh, what is special about Fred's a Yule log? Fred's next to me at the urinal. Ooh, I got you. What is special about a Yule log? Sta- established dominance is what you need to do from the get-go. Fred, is there Fred, anything look wrong? look at me as I ask you about your Yule log. Oh, wow. Okay, we've gotten off to a great start. <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks. It has been. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a perfect mix of um, hey. just kind of absurdity. Hey, just real quick. When we get this you want to tell people about the news? No, not yet. Oh, okay. All right. We'll keep it under wraps. We, we need to. There's okay. a reason why. Just I'll in tell case. You in a yeah, bit. I get it. Sure. Um, yeah. Do people listen to this show? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Great. Hey, I don't know. That's the first time this has been a problem. I don't know that who people the- listen to this show. <laughs> Before now, we're like, I don't eh, know. Fuck who, it. Who I don't know who the seven of them are. I get like, it. Sure. You know, sure. I got to roll the one. Number of them six. Might be. Number six. You got to worry about. Exactly. Yeah. I was probably Fred after you. <laughs> Asked him about his Put up that log, Fred. Get out of here. Uh, no. So today right. we've covered these things before. These Elseworld stories, which yeah. are essentially like, um, what if? I think I'm trying to think the ones we covered before, and I'm blanking on them uh, all together. Oh, what if? Uh, we did Superman three thousand. Where yeah. remember he yeah. woke up in the yeah. future and was he, Batman was dead, and he yeah. had to kill uh, Hitler twins with machine guns. Sure. Remember that? Yes, I do. And it was <laughs> okay. bad. Yeah. Um, there's also <laughs> other Elseworlds that well, are Well, I mean, more you could consider like the cartoon crossovers kind of Elseworlds yeah, stuff. In a, in yeah, in a way. It's yeah. a lot of uh, Gotham by Gaslight, which is like a oh, Batman yeah. set during Jack the Ripper. That's yeah. another story that happened like that. I believe there's stories with 
you know, uh, Batman and Dracula, things like it's essentially like these. Your hair is getting really long. It is. You know that? Yeah. Okay. Right. I've thought about cutting it. Okay. No, I'm, also, not, I'm not judging at all. I'm just saying it's getting long. No, it is. Like, I've <laughs> never had it this long. Really? I've said that like we could have said that months ago. Yeah. I just have never well, had long good for hair. You. Keep and going. So that's part of it is like part of me is like, am I ever going well, to have long hair? It's going to be winter time. You know, it's the perfect time to start. It growing is getting it out. very annoying. Though. It's Thanksgiving. So, I mean, you could, I don't know. That has to do with my hair. hair down. But, anyway, what we, have today, had long hair. Uh, what we have today <laughs> is an Elseworlds story called Superman speeding bullets. But who was on the cover of That'd Superman speeding Batman. bullets? Batman. So, uh, I'm not going to give away what this one is. I'll just go ahead and dive into... It's a very into stained copy you got there. Coffee. There's a lot of stains on that sucker. Here's... It's printed. It's uh, uh, It's only through the first... Hold on to... I don't, it's fine. Whatever. It's just in the crease. It's just a print anyway, it's just, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's just going to affect its resale that, value. <laughs> I'll say... Remind me to say something about the printing after... I did this. No, 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 no. I know you did. It's great. It's great. I, I'm just saying coming things may stop that. Oh. <laughs> well. You may not have access to that. Well, no. That's I have yeah. uh I have a uh my big little, printer at the house. Well no, I have my little iPad thing hmm. that I've used before. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, I, that's it, perfect. Sh- it just wasn't charged, so perfect, I wasn't able perfect. to bring it. But yeah. so let's get into <laughs> Superman speeding bullets. By J.M.D. Mateus and Eduardo Barreto. D. Mateus. Uh, the art is. Rock me, D. Mateus. I had no problem with the art throughout the whole thing. It, we'll just get into the story. Yeah. Um. So this is beautiful. This opening page. Very much like, so. Yeah. I guess that's blowing up Krypton. Yes. Yeah. So this is also 1993. I was trying to figure out the year. Okay. Um, I'm just going to paraphrase because I read yeah, this man. all today as we go through, and then we'll find a halfway mm-hmm. stopping point while we get through this epic tale. So, yeah, we get the story of the spaceship leaving Krypton um, and heading towards Earth. And yeah. it's this long kind of narrative about how it couldn't have happened you know, any other way, but the way it did. And we see first a man discovers the spaceship. Yeah. Very much so like Jonathan Kent does. Mm-hmm. And then a woman comes there behind him to notice it too. But it's, not in the a, text. it's not in farm field. It's time, not in though. a farm yeah. field. Yeah. And then as they're standing there looking at, uh, the woman picking it up says, uh, you're not going to believe, or uh, excuse me, the man says, you're not going to believe this to his wife. But the woman says, a baby, our baby. And then we see a speech bubble overhead that says, excuse me, Dr. Wayne, Mrs. Wayne. But if this means that we won't be continue our journey upstate to the governor's uh, campaign dinner, then perhaps we should set off the car because gasoline is getting quite expensive. Sure. And that is Alfred. So, Good tip, Alfred. Yeah. So the Waynes are the two who have discovered yeah. the crashed Kryptonian spaceship instead of the Kents and a Kansas uh, field. It is now landed in Gotham. The picture of the baby up here, it, it, you know, that always reminds me of like the original Superman movie. I'm a huge fan of that movie. The we're talking about the Richard Donner. The yeah, first one? I think Superman one and Superman two are some of the best comic book movies that have ever been made. They're really good, and it's just because it, maybe the graphics aren't the best and things like that, but the story is excellent. The people that are in it are perfect for the roles. Even what's his face is Lex Luthor. He's great. Gene Hackman. Yeah, he's great as Lex Luthor. Um, we get then kind of a story of the childhood of young Bruce because he is still named. Why would the Waynes name him, you know, Clark? No. If they were going to name their kid Bruce, they'd no still reason. name him Bruce. Yep. 
So this uh, alien, this crash landed alien baby is now named Bruce Wayne and he is their kid. Mm -hmm. And we get to see that his mom cared for him a lot and kind of brought for him to see the good in people and, you know, kind of build his heart to be just this really sweet and caring uh, young man while his dad was very much concerned about his academics and always being so smart and you know, bullies will try to, you know, use force to bully people. You should sure. be better than that sure. kind of thing. Then we get, because what kind of Batman story oh, yeah. would it be yeah. uh, if we didn't get another retelling then? Clutching of, the pearls. <laughs> of the Wayne's deaths. Yep. And it's the same way as it is in everything else. They go out to a movie. Um, it's the Mask of Zorro again, just like it is. And uh, a lot of the other tellings of this story. Oh, it is still Mask of Zorro. And so cool. they are stopped in the alley by Joe Chill again, who is, you know, kind of ruthless. Um, he goes to grab Martha's pearls. Thomas kind of pushes him off. Mm-hmm. He shoots Thomas, uh, kind of then turns to shoot and shoots Martha. Bruce, obviously seeing his parents shot. This was a very kind of um, there's there's a lot of violence that didn't seem I am. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so he turns to shoot Bruce because let's not go ahead and murder the child here, too. No. And while he's sitting here crying. That is the one thing you got to give to Joe Chill. Every telling. <laughs> At least he doesn't kill the kid. Yeah. Well, yeah. except now. Oh, uh, that's shit. what I'm saying is, yeah. So he's crying and he goes, uh, he essentially wants to stop the kid from crying. And he yeah. turns and he shoots him and he hits Bruce right in the chest. Oh, but he's but Superman. So it bounces off. Yes. And instead it fills him with anger and he kind of uses it. It it causes his, uh, what would you call it? His heat vision. I kind of like that though. His. Yeah. His heat vision. uh, There you go. Laser vision. Whatever it is. Um, Univision. (laughs) And it hits, oh, Joe Chill straight in the face who runs away, kind of caught on fire. He just, he just, his head's on fire. As he goes back. Uh, Bruce goes back to just crying over his mm-hmm. dead parents. Um, they talk about how when the police get there. I can 100% tell you that this is a great match. I, it, I don't know how this thing's going to turn out, but that is a great idea to match those two characters together like that. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, their backstories do kind of weave together at a certain point. That, that's cool. Uh-huh. Anyway, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan so there's, far. There's good and bad about this. I'm sure. And we'll we'll get yeah. to some of this. So, still wears his underwear on the outside of his... <laughs> no. And, and so they talk about when the cops get there that he's still just, you know, sobbing, that he acted like a zombie, that he sure. would walk by and he wouldn't even notice they were there. All he kept saying was, the bullets... The bullets. The bullets. The bullets. The bullets. Uh, the bullets. That's the Elmer Fudd. Oh, right sorry. Um, anyway. Uh, it, wasn't there one where, I swear I've seen this, where Elmer Fudd is like the guy in Apocalypse Now? Oh, Dahawa. Probably. That kind of, I don't know where I saw that. Anyway, I don't know. Well, I'm sorry. We saw him in Batman fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Dahawa. We see then a young Bruce kind of grow up. And to a young 20-something-year-old man. Sure. And every night when he gets the paper, it's just more depressing news about Gotham that kind of just causes him to spiral a bit more. Um, we also get note on the... Uh, they make a note of it in the panel, so we'll also bring it up, that on the cover of the Gotham Gazette, there is a headline that Luther, as in Lex Luther, is coming mm-hmm. to Gotham. 
one year after near fatal accident, the famed industrial uh, emerges from seclusion. So he's kind of okay. been in hiding. We don't know why, but he's coming back to Gotham. Oh, Clark has become a strapping young lad. Bruce. Sorry, Bruce. He's become a strapping young lad. It, it is a little He looks like Superman. But yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, Bruce takes the paper that has the story of another, you know, uh, homicide someone yeah. gunned it's down twin just, deaths and he opens this kind of secret door of his and you can see like newspaper clippings taped all on the wall oh, it's like yeah. this little shrine that he has and it's just too much kind of for him in that moment and he's overtaken by everything of like why is there just so much awful stuff that happens in this very place? batman and he notices then other voices that aren't like in his head of him like oh, I'm having a panic attack. They're coming outside from the room, mm. and we see that there are mass kind of uh, henchmen that have broken into Wayne Manor, mm-hmm. and they have um, I'm blanking. They have Alfred at gunpoint, and they tell Bruce to you know they don't want any problems. Bruce in his manic kind of state that he's in snaps a bit, throws one of the bad guys out the window of Wayne Manor, you know, breaks another one's wrist. And mm. the third one who was on Alfred, he grabs and he has another moment of where the heat vision is coming back. Kind of like he's yeah. so angry yeah, that it triggers it and he notices it and he kind of catches himself again and throws, as you can see, like it hits him at first uh-huh. and then he throws him out of the way and just does it right into the fire. Yeah. But it kind of flashes back all these memories of the yeah. night of his parents yeah. death. Yeah, sure. And so it's a lot for him as he yells out, I remember. <laughs> um, so Alfred tells him. That's weird. That's how that's how I finished. <laughs> Sorry. So Alfred. <laughs> she, she always says, what do you remember? I remember Gattaca. <laughs> All of it, Gattaca, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm Spartacus. <laughs> um, and, and then it's weird because somebody else in the room stands up and says, I'm, I'm Spartacus. Spartacus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like, who the hell is this? So Bruce remembers that he can shoot flames or uh, heat vision out of his eyes. Yeah. And Alfred decides, hey, it's probably about time that I then show you this, you know, a spaceship that your dad kept down. Yeah. Here let's take a look at the spaceship. All yeah. of his journals and everything that, you know, to know <laughs> take about a look you. at the spaceship while he's down there uh. looking at everything. He can he finally feels alive for the first time. He feels like he can relate yeah. to the bats down there right oh there you go so there's sure. still a connection to the bats it goes into a little bit more so instead of a bat flying in the window or the other way he's down there it. yeah as he goes down there and he's like noticing all of his yeah. you know new powers and stuff yeah. it's dark so like alfred can't see everything around there and he goes there there's my answer to alfred up there whirling in the darkness can you see them can you see my brothers no of course you can't but i can I can see things, hear things that no one else can. Mm. Like, I guess he's talking about his sense, you know. Sure. So he picks like off. pan up and there's just a bunch of wiener dogs hanging <laughs> from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> My brothers. Um, we then <laughs> cut to the uh, two, a pair of the baddies who broke into Wayne Manor earlier. Oh, boy. We're who fixing meeting, to get somebody we know. Who are meeting somebody yeah, who has hired pur- them just happens to have purple gloves yeah yeah happens to have purple gloves and tells them you guys failed you were just supposed to scare bruce yeah. wayne kind of more into hiding yeah. he's already a recluse enough and they're like oh but you don't know what he did to us 
like they did all this and they just hear excuses because they're sitting they're standing in front of a desk with the desk chair trying to turn to their back mm-hmm. or to the in, in, back in, of the chair turned to them in so they villain can't see style it. yeah yeah and but the voice is coming from there and then like they give their excuses and he says i'm tired of excuses and we see the two guys panic a bit about where the voice came from and out of the darkness you see the two purple gloves yeah. both clasping around each of their necks and lifting them up off the yeah. ground as yeah. he chokes them and laughs maniacally as he style. says you guys were paid up front what's the matter boys all choked all up choked up and then there's a massive laugh and, he, and that is very much a villain and he tittles we are used to for a bit he tittles yeah that's a scary that's a scary dude man if you think it's superman in the batman suit Yes. Because he's got all the tools, but then he's got all the powers. Yes. That's crazy. Well, that's that's not who we were just talking about. We're no, now no, no, no. We're talking to. about the Joker. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it is alluded to because you see the red lips, purple sure. gloves. Yeah. Um, we then get told this very sad kind of, see, here was one thing. How disappointed would you be if it's not the Joker at <laughs> that point? Man. Yeah, it's just a guess guy. Um, Polka dot, it, man. It then says two months later, and then it said his name is Mick Johnson. 45 years old, divorced, unemployed, seriously depressed. Lead singer of the Rolling Stones. Um, No, seriously depressed. The psychiatrist report said he'd been horribly abused in a child, Mm. that he'd repressed his anger, pushed it down, Mm. where it festered for years Mm. and years. But anger needs expression. Yeah, it does. And that night, Mick Johnson had expressed six innocent people, two of them policemen, into the hospital. And that's the night that Paint It Black was written. Yeah. But it's just very much like a, I don't know why, it had a very 90s kind of just. It does kind of, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's got that foreboding kind of, yeah. Uh, anyway, so this uh, gunman is, our sniper is kind of taking people out. Batman arrives. That is a badass looking Batman. That is a really cool looking Batman. That is a scary looking back that says he had to be stopped you see that dude come at you you are in trouble he doesn't have i like the way think i like the way like at the top it's almost like the the bat out of hell meatloaf cover kind of thing with the wings yes no i do love the way this special stuff all of that kind of very much so um also a thing about this batman is you always think of batman with the, the cowl and it's open at the bottom yeah this is pulled all the way through down. Oh, it's a full mask. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. like, I can't. It's kind of hard to That's tell. That's all right. We'll see it in a minute. We'll get to it. Yeah. Um, so, Bat- Batarang. Yeah. So, Batman battles the sniper here. Okay. And ends up ha- are getting the best of him. He hurls him, apparently, without effort off the top of the, which would make sense because he's Superman. Yeah. Off the top of the building. And he thinks that he's just going to let him fall to his death. And he just catches him right at the end and drops him right to the cop's hands and then kind of zooms out of the way. Because, um, I mean, traditionally, Batman and Superman both, in in normal stories, normal worlds, they don't kill people. No. Neither one of them. No. So it's always these one-offs or this weird, you know, like you were saying, the other worlds and stuff like that. Where well, we get things like Those that. are the ones where they're killing people. They could be, yeah. But he stops him right at the end, drops him right to the cop's arms. Yeah. We get the headline the next day. In the paper, flying Batman stops Midtown sniper. Mm. We zoom out to be inside of a court or a boardroom where Lex Luthor has made an appearance. He's there now. Okay, we can see that he is wearing purple gloves. Oh, 
I mean, I'm pointing that out, but it does make sure to point out oh. that you see purple gloves there too. Oh. But it's regular Lex Luthor. No, yeah. you know. So well, it does make sense if we're mashing these two guys together, then maybe the other two need to be mashed together. Um, and he is going on this little spiel talking about my signature on this paper will go ahead and relieve you all of the burden of managing Wayne Enterprises. Like he's staging a buyout of Wayne Enterprises. Yeah. That's why he's in Gotham. When as he's about to, uh, we see off panel someone say, in other words, you'll own Gotham the same way you own Metropolis. Sorry, Luther. And Luther kind of is like perks up and is angry and he's like, well, who in the world are you? Mm-hmm. And we get, you know, just but you're not, you know, that's not happening like you're not doing this. And Alfred's behind him and goes, sir, this is, you know, Bruce Wayne. Like when he walks in and he tells him, I don't remember approving this buyout. You're not taking my company. I've decided that from now on I'm taking over the day to day. So what you wanted to do and take over Wayne Enterprises isn't happening. I'm still keeping it. Thank you, sir. You can see yourself out, kind of, which does not uh, make Lex Luthor very happy. Oh, I wouldn't imagine. Yeah, he tells him like, "I haven't moved my corporate seat to this rat hole of a city so that rat I could hole. oversee the territory here." And he tells him that you know, uh, oh, here's he goes. Uh, Bruce looks at Lex and goes, "Mr. Luther, I read with great compassion about the explosion at your chemical factory last year, how you almost died, kept yourself hidden away for months." How finally you emerged from your seclusion and resumed your life in the world. Uh, I truly respect your courage. I hope you respect mine. And he turns around and leaves to tell him that, hey, that deal's done. And Lex is just left there kind of fuming. So we have now a Batman, uh, a Bruce Wayne, who is this vigilante type Batman character, mm-hmm. who has also decided now that instead of being a recluse, um, because somebody tried to threaten his family and just he snapped from seeing all the carnage still around him, uh, decided that he does need to be Batman and he does need to use his position in the city to do stuff in some way to make the city better. That is going to be a great halfway point for us because we will go ahead and get into the final part of it uh, after this to see exactly what the big villain is uh, in this whole thing. But we will be right back after this. Bye guys. See ya. And we're back. We are. Um, Hey, before we get back into this, I want to ask you a quick question. I've never asked you or, or Mason this. Um, As you're reading through these comic books, I know that they they play out kind of like uh, TV shows, movies, or whatever, yeah. right? Because that's the, kind of the way they're framed. Do you think about it in your head as that, as you're kind of going through these? Is it like a movie or a TV show as you're kind of reading through it? Because I know like anytime I read a book, like if I'm reading fiction or whatever, it always plays out in my head, and I see the characters as a certain way. In this, the characters are predefined for you. Yeah. But the action, I would think, would be so playing out. So here's how, and yeah, in a way, yeah. Um, if I'm reading the single issues for sure, just because there can be cliffhangers at the end of every mm-hmm. one because mm-hmm. it's just setting up for you to read the next yeah. issue, just yeah. like a tell, you know. Sure. So um, I don't know if I necessarily go in and I'm like, all right, this is, you know, act one, this is act two. Like, I enjoy it. But, yeah, no, I definitely can view it as like a 
TV show there for the single issue. Things like these yeah. are those weird kind of like Netflix and prime video movies that are like an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. You know, right? Like yeah. they're, they're not long enough to be like the full movies. Sure. And they're not always the best, but every now and then there's a gem in there that yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, rink. <laughs> no, but uh, I think like the 64 page, uh, there are some really good stuff, but I think it's more of just like the the very short kind of movies. Well, and I would then think you have these one offs like this definitely lend themselves yeah. to that in your head. And plus, you and he watch a lot of more of the animated content, so I'm sure mm -hmm. it's easy to see it as that in your head. Yeah. Um, and then the bigger collection of like the full. See, it's weird because like I can have the I talk about how a collection of like individual issues can be mm -hmm. t like TV shows. Yeah. But if you have it all together, if the I think it depends on how the book is done, because some books, even though it's issue to issue, you can pick them up and read and they flow so well that it feels just like mm -hmm. it's a long extended movie. Mm -hmm. And then others, it feels like there's definitely like difference between different parts so it does feel like there's still a break in between episodes i know there's been stuff made out of it but like the first time i read dark knight returns or something like mm -hmm. that you know even though it's the compendium it's the whole thing mm -hmm. it still felt like a movie as you're reading yes. it you know yeah. same deal with um akira yes akira always felt like a movie before they made the movie see okay you know i've only ever seen the movie really yeah i love it yeah the movie's great it really is um i just love the visuals of it uh, another thing, though, just kind That's of the nice though, thing about movies. You can see the visuals. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> is what I will also do is I have defined voices in my head for yeah. characters. As very well. much so. When I read them and I can tell you anytime I see the Joker or Batman, uh, it's always Mark Hamill for the Joker. And it's always Kevin Conroy for Batman, just because mm -hmm. I've watched the yeah, animated watched series for so long. Stuff, yeah. that that's what I see. And there's other things like that, that you just kind of have. See, set voice I, I mentioned the Superman movie, the Richard Donner stuff. Mm -hmm. It's it's always Christopher Reeve in my mm -hmm. head every time I see Superman. And so that's why Henry Cavell, Cavill, mm -hmm. whatever, you can take a flying leap. I don't care. He's very attractive. He's nuts anyway. Is he? Yeah. Didn't he eat toes? Oh, no, that's Hammer. Yeah. Sorry. Army Not Hammer. MC Hammer. Army, Army Hammer. Hammer. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get back into the story. So <laughs> the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger eats toes. Eats not, toes. Not Superman. Uh but Bruce Wayne has taken some of his money, and he's bought the Gotham Gazette, and he's hired Perry White and Lois Lane oh, and wow. the entire staff from the the Daily Planet. Daily Planet, because Lex Luthor essentially find out that Lois wrote a story about how he might have had his parents killed. Uh, he lost the libel suit of it too. Yeah, couldn't get them to stop running the story. So he bought the paper and forced him to stop it. That's what all megalomaniacs do. So, uh, Daily Bugle is Spider-Man's yes, paper. Yes, Daily Bugle Daily is Spider-Man. is Superman's paper. Yes. Got it. You are correct. Amanda. Okay. Just make it um, So that is why the whole staff is there at um, the Gotham Gazette. We also get a scene of where Bruce is taken aback by Lois. Like he bumps in mm -hmm. and he spills coffee. Mm -hmm. So we're still going to get the love angle between the two of them has lois always been a brunette she's always, she always a brunette i don't know about a brunette it might have yeah. been more like you know, almost like black, black. Yeah. but yeah. she's okay. always had dark hair yeah. okay all right uh, who's the one that, in the comics who's the blonde lana uh the lana well no lana lang had um i thought she had dark hair too maybe she's redheaded 
Maybe it's dark red or something. I thought that was a blonde. Maybe I'm thinking of Archie comics. <laughs> I don't know. Silver St. Cloud has blonde hair. I don't know. But that's that what is. Batman. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Oh. All right. All right. Good enough. So. Um, She's a little more shapely in this one than I've seen her before, too. Yeah. I never noticed until right now, too. Yeah. Uh, I didn't earlier. It is snowing outside, is it yeah, not? It is. And she is wearing yep. a mini skirt. She is. Yes. Now, here's the thing about Lois Lane as a character, at least from what I've always known, mm-hmm. is she is supposed to be this award-winning journalist. Margot right? Kidder. Very smart, just very, you know, take care of her own kind of, yep. you know. Um, she is smart enough to know not to wear a mini skirt while it's snowing outside. Well, again, in my head, she's always Margot Kidder, right? Yeah. From the Superman movie. Yeah. And or Terry Hatcher, oddly and she's not. Well, that's different. That's but it TV. is. No, no, I'm with you. Yeah. It is more Margot Kidder. Yeah, not crazy Margot Kidder hiding in the bushes. <laughs> but before she went nuts, and she's not. I mean, she was pretty, mm-hmm. but she wasn't like this big, buxom, you know, starlet kind of thing like they are in the comics. No, she was a down to down to earth reporter. You know, dogged reporter. Yeah. Well, that's why yeah. I don't know. Like. There's a quality about Lois Lane that is at least, I don't know. It's not, she's not supposed to be drawn up no, like that. I don't think that's she's too not, much. Yeah, it's too much. Not that I don't, not that she can't be. I don't know. Sure. That's weird. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like it in these comics like this. Well, first thing, when I see that, I think Nightcat, right? From the <laughs> stupid comic that we did. But then. Uh, that one will never be out of my brain. We just reran it a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, God, that sucks. Uh, Yeah, I I just, I don't know. I think it gives disservice to her because she's grown up as this pinup. Well, here's the thing, thing. too, and and part of it is, uh, and it's not an excuse. It's just how it is in the 90s. The Mm -hmm. 90s, uh, especially in comics, women were drawn very much like every, I feel like everything oh, yeah. in the comics, yeah. it, they're always extremely over-sexualized. So it wouldn't make, you know, it makes sense for Lois even like, Hey, we're going to update her. I feel like in the pitch meetings, like, Hey, we need to update Lois Lane a little yeah. bit, make it a little bit sexy, you yeah. know, like, and then they but, go too far. Uh, and then I'd also like to note that, uh, what's her name that was married to Dolph Lundgren's over there on a big old cell phone. Oh, uh, she was also with yeah. Flav of Flav. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Brigitte Nilsson. Brigitte Nilsson over there on the giant cell phone. Uh, yeah. The big brick. Yeah. There she is. Is uh, this 93 you said? 93. Oh, okay. Anyway, so right. Lois is out, uh, on, I guess, headed to her apartment when Lex picks <laughs> Brigitte her up. Brigitte Nilsson. <laughs> where Yeesh. Lex picks her up and he's like, Hey, you know. I don't I know that we've ever ride. brought up Flavor Flav on this show. We have, we have now. Yeah, Flavor Flav. Flav. I was a big. I was. I still am a big uh, Public Enemy yeah. fan. Yeah. Um, but Lex makes an advance on uh, Lois. Lois, thank you. And she gives them the good old kind of smack across she the face. His advances. So he kicks her out in the middle of the street in the sure. snow. Why wouldn't he? In a terrible part of town, fifty blocks away from her apartment. Yeah. But he's like, "I'll win you over one day doing shit like that." You ain't. No. <laughs> Every time oh, I've thrown a lady man. out of my car, they've they've not liked me very much. Yeah, not at all. Never done. Uh, Batman shows up. Cause they all vision because they all kind of go to surround themselves and like, Hey, pretty girl. Here. Yeah. There's a bunch of punks that yep. show up and they're coming after her. pretty girl. We have to go have our way with her and yeah. Batman shows up to save her, but he is very, you know, just kind of ruthless, He's a just so much aggression. 
to the point where he's about to beat somebody like senseless until she kind of stops him from doing so. And he turns around uh, to tell her like, don't, uh, don't worry scum. You're not worth it. Cause he tells him like he puts his finger, he's holding him. I'll tell you this. He's holding the guy up by like this shark collar. He puts his finger to his forehead and he tells him one finger right through your head splatter your brains all over the street very Holy like crap. homelander right wow and and the guy's like please don't don't like he's begging him for it please don't kill me and he goes don't worry scum you're not even worth it and he just throws him down to the ground i had a teacher do that one time put his finger like on my forehead really? and push my head back oh that's not nice. i got up and i took the you know those desks that are all one piece yeah i took it and threw it across the room <laughs> I, was, did he? I was not a good student i know but why was he I don't know. I was probably drunk in math class or something. Who knows? Something like that. Man, the seventies were weird. So seventies. <laughs> um. So he turns around. Then Batman does to help <laughs> Lois up, and she swats his hand away. And she's at like, least you didn't say fifties. Yeah, I thought about it. I, I was trying to be nice. It. Yeah. And she swats his hand away, and she's like, "Get that the hell away from me!" Like, yeah. I don't want. You're a crazy Get away person. From me, you crazy exactly. person. And so he kind of flies away. That's what away. anybody would say to a superhero the first time yes. they saw him. You would be like, what the hell are you doing out here in public in a freaking cape? Yeah, like he, he turns around and he's like, let me help you. No. After she just watched him, like, you know, assault no, all these guys. Get out of here. And she's like, yeah, get that the hell away That's from great. me. That's great. And so he flies off and she kind of watches him. And we kind of get, like, you know, little tidbits oh, of a story shit. He she's can fly writing. too. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, and that there you go. That's a good picture of how he has yeah. no. Yeah, cap- yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So we kind of like that Batman with no face. So the little narration blurbs turn into like on a computer where she's typing up her story about how has this, our world become so. Yeah, that's how computer? you. Okay. Has our world become so twisted, so violent that this is the kind of hero we produce? If it is, then God help us. God help the Batman most of all. I love that it's that green screen too, and it's all reflected in the faces and the and the light in the room yeah. and stuff. It's cool. Well, Bruce shows up because yeah. apparently she's the only one at the office typing this up because it's after it's happened. Get off my computer! And uh, she's like, "What are you doing here?" And he's like, "I work better in the in the night because you know uh, he's Batman." Sure. Um, and she kind of tells him everything about that what happened, and he's, he's like, "He's like, uh, but he saved you." And she goes, "Yeah, if you'd seen what he." Uh, his utter disregard for human life. A yeah. man like that with such yeah. power could do so much to better the world instead of uh, adding to its pain. And he's like, you think so? And she goes, look at you. And he goes, me? And she goes, your idealism, your dedication. Can you hear the mm-hmm. my voice? You know where this is headed, right? Yeah. The dedication. It's headed the to way- smooch down. <laughs> <laughs> the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Could have said pound town. Yeah, I didn't. I, no, I was like trying the, to make it nice. The way that you uh, you use your wealth for the for the smooch town. There you and then go. It just says weeks passed. So they now, smooched for weeks. <laughs> just says Holy weeks crap! Past. The the the, the canker sores on their lips are enormous. Well, so weeks passed. Oh shoot! I saw it. I like that. And so. Uh, <laughs> And the Gazette has been gathering information on Lex Luthor. They're going to expose him. And so we see a guy that's hooded. like He's wearing a trench coat, and he yeah. has this top hat in, and he busts in, and he's carrying an umbrella. And the woman there is like, sir, you don't have an appointment. That's Mr. Wayne's office. And he's just kind of like blowing by her through the bullpen of reporters there, too. 
and he bursts into the room because Perry White says, I'm telling you, Bruce, you run that story and Luther will sue your pants off. And Bruce says, I've got a closet full of pants. Perry, we're running it. That's a good joke. Yeah. I like that. And joke. then he's like, the only thing you'll be running, Mr. Publisher, is your obituary. Man, voices. Uh, you're doing voices. That, good do job. Not, you're welcome. I, the only thing you'll be running, and Mr. Then you Publisher. Hear, you, and you see that it's Lex Luthor. Yeah. As he tips the hat off, but he throws it off and he kind of grabs and rips off a mask because he has the Joker's skin. That's what I was wondering. Underneath. I didn't know if it was makeup and it, if it was the white makeup mask. or if it was the regular face makeup. It's a full on just mask. he's wearing a human skin mask. I don't like that. Yeah. That's very Mission Impossible. Yeah. But he know. rips it off. He shoots Batman with his. The, he. He has, he's confused. He's got his umbrella. He's confused because it's not the Joker who has the umbrella. It's Penguin who does. Oh, that's true. And so he shoots him with Penguin's umbrella gun, uh, mm. Matt, Bruce Wayne, and he grabs Lois and he kind of steals her out. But where is he going to go, Mike? He's in, you know, the Gotham Gazette building. It's got to be, you know, 16, 17 stories up in the air. Yeah. How's he going to get out of there? Well, he's going to jump out the window. I'm he sure. does jump out the window. Yeah. But how did he prepare for that, you ask? Parachute? With a go-go gadget helicopter. Oh, shit. <laughs> Come on. That comes back. out of his back? No, that's dumb. Come on. Oh, man. I'm, it just threw me off. Oh. So, yeah, he's just holding her with, like, just think about It's like he's wearing yeah. a little brace. Yeah. Um, and he flies her. <laughs> just that is so dumb. Come on. Over this was to, so good. I know. That was the, this is the one part go, where I was like, gadget. oh, man. Anyway, uh, Batman goes over and he breaks. <laughs> he's like, this is stupid. And I was I was about off. to I was about to explain away the mask, you know, and all that stuff, because like I, I've always hated that Mission Impossible where he pulls off the mask at the end and his head shaped completely different yes. and everything. And he's got the little voice changer that changes his voice to that's just that's a Scooby-Doo move yes, is, is what that is. And that's lazy, lazy writing is what that is. But I was going to say about this one, at least it's the same guy with a mask of his same face. That's true. It's just a different color. So at least it would fit. Yes. Right? It wouldn't be all baggy and shit. Yeah. And you wouldn't necessarily have to change your voice. No. But now that he's shot a propeller out of his back, <laughs> that's different. Uh, and he stole uh, Penguin's uh, uh, umbrella gun. Come on. But, I, I could get over that. But Batman catches him. out of your yeah. ass. That's different. Batman catches him up to him, and he's like, you know, uh, he breaks the propeller off of him. Here's what else, though, I just noticed. He has his regular, he put the mask back on for one panel there, and then it's gone again. <laughs> the, the, the coloring. The Joker Luther? Yeah, see? His, oh, yeah, look at him. Uh, oh. But Wait, I better. Oh, never mind. We find out that apparently Lex Luthor just wanted to cause chaos. And he's just given all the money he can buy. He's bought a lot of guns and given it to all these mercenaries that look like G.I. Joe. They look like villains. Autobots is yeah. what they look like. But he's just given money to mercenaries to just go destroy Gotham. Okay. Essentially. Okay. To what end? It says, yeah, it was then I realized that the Luther I had, this is uh, Lois Lane's yeah, narration, sure. I had known really did die in that chemical explosion. <laughs> Not even he would have plunged Gotham into such a nightmare. A mercenary army supplied with guns, grenades, 
firebombs, and anything else LexCorp money could buy Grenadine. running wild in, in our streets. You know, I did forget something that was really cool that I should have brought back up. You remember the um, sniper from earlier, his yeah. first one? Yeah. The fight that they were having, there's a point where he all the bullets are bouncing off of him. So mm-hmm. he's like, well, you can't dodge this. Sure. This will kill both of us. And he pulls the pin on a grenade and he throws it at him. Mm-hmm. There's a part where he just holds it in his hand and Holy lets it crap, explode. Holy crap, that is cool. And as he just sits there just kind of wiping the residue from his hands as he looks at the That's guy. That's pretty awesome. I forgot about the completely badass scene to try to you know bring that back up as we're back to here. This is, this, it, it, this is a very cool idea. But it's that one thing of getting out of the building. That's what tripped up the whole thing. He could have just gone back down that. I was going to say, just go downstairs. <laughs> we can't use stairs in an emergency. Or, or hear me out. Maybe the Gazette office is just like a couple floors from the roof, and he has a chopper on the top. Anything yeah. other than a, a, a freaking propeller shooting out of your butt. It wasn't his butt. It was uh, his whatever. Back. It's close enough. Uh, his lower back. Yeah. Batman is obviously just so upset with all the destruction that Luther's causing. He like flies even this him is up cool. Look sky. at his cape. Yes. He flies him up high in the sky. And he's like, essentially, I've done enough with you, you insufferable maggot. And he just throws him back down to earth. Oof. Just hurls. But Lois sees and just says, no. No. Well, Bruce sees that she sees what he's oh, done. Oh, and he has to zoom And he down zooms and down, him. and he saves him, and he's flying off, and he goes, uh, he, and, uh, you know, Luther. Then a jet engine like comes a, out of his ass, and he <laughs> flies across the sky. And he tells, our Batman tells Luther, like, essentially, I'm taking you to jail. Yeah. And then he goes through, and he cleans up all the mercenaries there in Gotham. Sure. But and wait, he, does he kill them? Huh? Yeah, he just I punches know. them real he hard. He just punches them real hard. Oh, okay. Are you ready for my second favorite thing that happens Please. in this? There's also a Zeppelin that drops bombs down. A right? Zeppelin. Does, isn't that what you would call it? Yeah, them? yeah. And it drops bombs down, right? Well, Batman's trying to get rid of it. He takes care of one. But then, oh, no, there's still bombs that are falling. How do you get rid of a bomb that's falling towards you, Mike? You kick it you right kick it back real hard. at it. Yeah. Well, and that's why we all play kickball as kids. Oh, uh, well, you know what though? I'm thinking of this. I take that back. I'm thinking of this as Batman. This is Superman. He could kick it right sure. back at him. Sure, he could. But it is still funny but that it's still he just kicked a it right dumb back. looking panel. It just says pook. <sighs> and he kicks it right back at him. It does I say would think pook. I would think that the force of his foot kicking it would cause it to explode. Yeah, no shit, right? Yeah. Huh. Anyway, kick softly and carry a big propeller. It goes back. It explodes the other Zeppelin. Batman saves the day. They realize that I uh, am digging this hood, though. Yeah, that is cool. Um, I'll just go ahead and, and close it out with uh, it says he scaled. Uh, where's it? Oh, what you did tonight was this is Lois and Bruce now talking mm-hmm. or Batman. Mm-hmm. What you did tonight was different. Not hate, not vindictiveness with your power. There was so much more you can do. Instead of flexing your muscles, stooping to the level of the very people you were trying to stop, you can rise above all that and stand as an example, a symbol of hope. Oh, and Bruce replies, go. I I don't have it in me to do that. Mm. I can't imagine his voice. He's doing the whole Batman voice. Probably. I can't have it. And she goes, the Batman doesn't, but Bruce Wayne does. And then in the box underneath it, it says, when did I realize it? Maybe not till that moment. So to, in my mind, she's just like, <laughs> she goes, the Batman doesn't, but, and she's waiting to see who it is before she finishes the line. So it could have been, but 
Jerry from accounting does, you know. <laughs> Jerry from accounting. So, uh, but, Jeff. or maybe I knew all along, does it really matter? What's important is that he understood. He believed in himself. Well, now it's the in flying the man scene. of decency and high ideals that I fell in love with and who loved me with all his heart. And they fly off towards the moon and it shows him kind of flying right back in yeah. and he's dressed as Superman now. Oh, wow. But it says, why? Uh, it says, sometimes I think about how differently it could have turned out. Oh, how something as simple as shifting winds current might have. It's honestly, it's part of the same intro. It's all in his brain. The intro. No, no, no. This is, this is her still. It's just the story. Oh, it's framed the same way. Oh, okay. At the beginning as it's framed here. Okay. I just didn't read it word for word there. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but she goes, I think about how differently it could have been, uh, been, how it could have been, how something as simple as shifting wind current might've carried that rocket anywhere in the world. It could have been a Zulu chieftain that found him in a fiery crater <laughs> or a Chinese peasant. Why not a fascist dictator or a Kansas farmer? Okay. Scenario after scenario. That's another Elseworld one we did. We did Superman Red Sun. Yeah, we did. Superman yeah, landed yeah, yeah, in Russia. Sure that did. one was a good one. That too. was a good one. Uh, scenario no after, propellers shooting no, out of people's Scenario butts. unreals in my mind, and I panic at the mere thought that I might never have known him, that our trouble, troubled world might not have been denied our, our, her greatest hero. Hmm. Inevitably, I laugh and push my foolish fantasies aside, secure in the knowledge that there's only one way it would or it could have happened. Only one series of events that could have given us Superman. Mm. But Why look does at his face look weird? Oh, okay. It's like a full body Superman suit yeah. with no red on No undies. underwear. I can see his bulge. It's just a full body suit. Huh. I don't like With this. like a spawn cape kind of. Yeah, I don't like the thing on his face. There you go. Well, that was wonderful. It was, it was awesome until the propeller. It really was. It was That's very, the, very good. I was reading it, and I was then. like, okay, all right. All right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Whoops. All right. There you go. Superman speeding bullets. Freaking Lex Luthor. I know. He's kind of the worst, right? He always screws it up. Well, that. That that last scene, though, does remind me of the, the flying scene from Superman. Yes, the I'm with you there, too. Can, the fun can you hear my thoughts? Can you? <laughs> yes. That's the goofiest part it of is, that but movie. But it's still good. But it's still great. All right, there you go. That, that was great. Over. Good job. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thought we'd do something a little different. Um, don't know what we'll do next week. We'll figure it out when we do it. Sure. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> Merry Yule Miss. Merry Yule Log. Log Miss. Fred. Fred. Happy. Um, happy. Does anybody. Does, you say Happy Thanksgiving. You don't say Merry Thanksgiving. Yeah, Happy Thanksgiving. I wonder what the. But do is. people say Happy Christmas? Some people do. I think, I think it's an English thing. Like the UK says Happy Christmas. I'm pretty sure. Or they say, happy birth of Father Christmas Day. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Tomorrow's Boxing Day. <laughs> I thought that was Canada. I don't know what Boxing Day I is. Don't I think it's just shit you put in boxes. Like I you think, box everything up. I think you up. do, yeah. I think, I think that's what right. it really is. I was always excited because I thought it had to do with actual like, the yeah, sport boxing. That's what I thought doesn't. too, but uh, uh, that's outlawed in Canada. Is it really? Yeah, they can't box. Hmm. Yeah. If you punch somebody, you go to jail. Immediately. That's a nice rule, actually. But you got all the maple syrup you can drink. In jail? Yep. Do you get all the maple syrup you can drink when you're not in jail? No. Oh, that's the catch-22, I guess. It is a catch-22. There's a there's a positive, but there's a big negative. I got you. 
So there we go. That is, I don't <laughs> that know what to most, say with that. That was the most dismissing I got you I ever. <laughs> I didn't know what to say to yeah, that. I got you, Mike. Sure. Yeah. Uh, next time. <laughs> oh, man. It's we, good. We appreciate appreciate you uh, for listening, as always. Um, Make sure to check out Rogue Media Network and the Rogue Media family of podcasts. RogueMediaNetwork.com. And until next time, stay safe, everybody. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.